0: It is very good afternoon. It's Niall Boylan with you for the next hour, hour and a half or so. And we want to get your calls and your input on the show because that's what's important on the show. Hope you all had a good weekend. And don't forget, by the way, we would ask you to constantly support the show, as a lot of people over the weekend did, by the way. Thank you very much indeed to everybody who subscribed or indeed donated over the last week. We really, really appreciate it. Remember, your donations and your subscriptions pay the bills. They don't pay us because we're not getting paid. We just about cover the bills. So please, if you can spare... I sound like a beggar, don't I? If you can spare a few quid, either by donation or or by subscription, go to our website, niallboyland.com. And don't forget, by the way, everybody who subscribes or donates goes into a draw every single day. We give away one of these mugs. For example, last week, Sandy got a mug and she sent us in a photograph. She was very, very happy with her mug. There she is there drinking out of her mug. See, she has her Nile Boylan podcast mug. If you want to get one of those mugs, just go to the website, subscribe or donate, and we put we give away one every single day. But first on the show today, Organ donation is in the news, and Irish people will be deemed to be organ donors unless they've registered their wish to not donate, as the long-awaited bill passed through the Arctis last Wednesday. Details of the Human Tissue Transplantation Postmortem analytical Examination and Public Display Bill. That's a long name for a bill, isn't it? Twenty Twenty Two were originally published by the then Health Minister Simon Harris back in two thousand nineteen, and followed on from the two thousand eight Private Members' Bill on the issue, which was introduced in two thousand eight by the late Senator Fergal Quinn. Now, look, they brought this in in the UK uh, last year as well, and in Northern Ireland as well. America is still, for example, uh, opt in, and. A lot of people are confused by this, the difference in an opt-in and an opt-out system. Currently in Ireland, we did have an opt-in system, which means that to be an organ donor, you had to decide to be an organ donor. You had to put it on your driver's license, which most of us would get that option to put on a driver's license when you make an application for a driver's license, or you have to text in uh, you know, to the donor organization and tell them you want to be a donor or carry some sort of donor card or whatever it happens to be. But under this new system, consent for organ donations will be deemed to be positive unless you decide you don't want to be an organ donor. In other words, you're an organ donor from the day that you're born. Now, in Ireland, by the way, currently at the moment, rates of organ donation are 18 per million of population compared with 25 per million in Great Britain and even higher in many other countries. And Deputy Pauline Tully said in 2021 there were 669 people here who were reported to have been uh, on the overall transplant waiting list and there were 31 deaths reported while waiting for a transplant. In other words, we don't have enough organs. She said an opt-out system, I believe, will give more opportunities to those who are in need of an organ donation and will reduce the number of people dying whilst on the waiting list. Now, many people think this is a great step forward, whereas others believe it's a step backwards. Why? Well, because some people are religious and some people believe that, for example, you should go into the ground the way you come into this earth, that with all your bits intact. And also some people just believe on moral grounds that it's wrong to make a decision for somebody without even asking them from the day they're actually born. But let me know what you think. Is this a good idea? Is it a good idea that we have basically an opt-out system now, which means that you are an organ donor? So everybody listening, You will be an organ donor unless you decide to opt out. Now, there will be a process of opting out. There'll be a website. There'll be a phone number you can text probably, but there will be a way of opting out. It's a difficult one to talk about. It's a difficult situation. It is very sensitive, particularly if you're talking about young people dying, for example. When is the right moment to ask their parents, can you take their organs? When you've just delivered bad news that they've died on an operating table, for example, there is no right time to ask. That's why they believe the opt-out system is a better system. So in other words, Organ donation will be a given unless the parents decide, you know, they don't want to do that. So let me know what you think. Is the opt-out system, the new opt-out system, a good idea? Or do you think it's taken people for granted a little bit? Let me know what you think. The number, by the way, if you want to text or WhatsApp is 85 That's 85 Let me go to Maliki first if I can. Malachi Steenson. Hi, Malachi. Good afternoon,
1: Malachi.
0: Maliki, I mean, look, this has been coming for a long time. I've spoken about this over the last 10, 15 years, God knows how many times, because they've been promising this legislation for years and years and years. Eventually now it's come through. I mean, what's the big deal? I mean, is it a problem?
1: Well, firstly, it's been coming for 10 or 15 years, and we've discussed it on your own programme, on a number of occasions. There hasn't been any real discussion or debate about it. And then, out of the blue just announced of the legislation has been brought in. Now I come at this not from any of those areas that you've already addressed, but from a position where I've always ticked the box on the marketing license. So I just prepared to donate my arms. I'm now going to untick that box because this is about the state taking control of people's bodies. And you know what happened all is that my body, my choice, now you have to proactively do something to stop the state uh, effectively owning when you are And and that's something that, that shouldn't be done without people at least having a discussion about it and, you know, knowing fully what that entails. If you want to give
0: but, but, office, but there has been, know. but hang on, there has yeah, been that. many discussions over the last 10 years, debates on radio and everything else in relation to it. And you know what, I'm sure there, should there was a public submissions I'm sure you could have put in a submission as well. I mean, the bill has gone through the Oireachtas. It's taken years to go through the Oireachtas. Eventually it has passed the final stage. So, I mean, I mean you don't need a you know referendum that. for it. So,
1: now that you've listed are actually debate, and we know that in this country, every issue that comes along, We have the NGOs and and the woke liberals all pontificating along with the political class the same position on every issue. And this is just another issue. And you know, it ties in with, you know, who's then going to decide when the machine should be switched off. You know, we're moving very quickly to, you know, once you have earned um been available in the way that they will be.
0: You're not too far off the sale of organs then and the direct Ah Malik, I think gone. I I think I think you're but, looking into it too deeply. I mean there's many other countries in there's many other countries in Europe, including Great Britain by the way, who have an opt out system and nobody has seen the sale of organs in those countries. Well unless it's dubiously but, done on the black market. Well
1: I think you'll find that already in this case the country there are two cases I think before the courts in, in relation to organ harvesting. There have been a number yeah, but of yeah, but that's illegal. Oh, oh, yeah, but that's
0: illegal, well, Maliki.
1: Of course, it's illegal. But as we dilute the law continually on these things, and then then they become um, less or, or more legal. In that, if, if there is a bundle of parts, for instance, available by a hospital, who's you know they are going to be sold because the marketplace will be paid and it won't be. Johnny who badly needs a heart that will get one of these it will be Johnny who has 200,000 favour and, and that's the reality, but you know, it should be voluntary and people should have the right and without having to opt out of something, because when you have to opt out, the reality is most people will not opt out, so it becomes virtually something that the entire population um,
0: can have their, their, well, they, yeah. With opt-in systems, you have about twenty percent return. With opt-out systems, you have about eighty-six to ninety percent return. Yeah, but,
1: well, that's a misnomer. Opt-in, you're not opting in; you're
0: being placed in it. It's no, 30%. no, I, I'm talking about with the current system. You know, the current opt-in system. Unfortunately, the, see, I mean, when, when you when you yeah, hear, well, hang on, when you hear of a situation that in one year thirty-one people died waiting for a transplant because just because most of us just forget to do it. You know what I mean? Or, well, or the other situation I gave you, let's take a situation where a five-year-old is involved in a tragic accident and his mom and dad bring him into hospital. He's in an operating theater and the doctor walks down the corridor with the mask hanging down from under his nose and the parents are looking anxiously to find out that their son has just died, their five-year-old or their 10-year-old son has just died. I mean, there is no right time for that doctor then to turn around to those parents and say, oh, by the way, can we have his eyes or his heart or his lungs or whatever it is that they're looking for, for some other kid on the ward who's about to die. There's no right time to ask them then because they're in the height of grief. So surely the opt-out system would let them automatically do those things.
1: No, it, it wouldn't because it actually adds greater trauma onto those people. So just as you say, a five-year-old child and i car or whatever, that their organs are then going to take it as a commodity and you know the the people waiting on uh, who died waiting on time in this country died because of the dysfunction of the health service in this country not really because of a lack lack of organs and what the state should be doing is to proactively encourage people and have an advertising campaign and encourage people the but they've done the that. But
0: they've they've done that for okay. years. They've, they've been doing that. For, there's only so much money they can spend. You know, the Irish Cancer Society, the Kidney Society, and all those, the Heart Foundation. Oh, yeah. They've all been doing it for but, years. There's only so much okay. they can do.
1: Now, all of those organisations that you've mentioned receive huge amounts of government funding, huge amounts of government funding, amounts of funding running themselves. What I'm talking about is an actual campaign by the state, not by um, NGOs. And, you know, this data, we know difficulty in finding money for all kinds of and things. Look at next week's referendums. You know, you are yeah. no problem finding millions for that. So why can't we not do something proactive to actually encourage people right through from the school system? Because most people, if they're asked, would actually donate their own. Because most people feel that that's a good thing to do. And they're no use to you, uh, you know. Well, this the is true. Land- to uh, somebody else. And what what, what,
0: what are, is, by the way, I, I'm not suggesting that I'm not suggesting you're religious, but obviously to some degree you are. But what is the religious position on this? I, I
1: don't know. I've never actually looked at the religious position because, uh, as I told you on many occasions issues, my view is not formed by religion. It's about human rights and it's about the rights of people to be free and to be sovereign in their own bodies and to determine, you know, that that create a society where we have good standard for people but you know this, this is about commodifying and you know I noticed on the new and I must check this on the new uh, plastic license I don't think there's a facility to pick a box on that I must actually I must just look now while there is actually there is you. when you made when you
0: I mean, made an application for it where, on the new plastic license yeah. you would have been asked to take the box so
1: yes but it's not actually on the license that I can see Whereas on the old paper, license
0: you physically um, tick the box, so it's clear if you are um, in hospital. Now, can I can I say it is a soft uh, opt-out system? So that means that those parents back in that situation again, in the hospital with the five-year-old or the ten-year-old, even if the ch- the ten-year-old is opted in by law from the moment they're born, the parents can turn around and say, "We rather you didn't." So there isn't uh, there is an opt-out. There is a what they call a soft yeah, so opt-out.
1: So, in that then put a guilt on those people because you'll have a doctor
0: saying, oh, this poor little child up there needs an needs, um, organ you know, it, it's an emotional guilt shift that I'm putting on people. Okay, well, well hang, hang on for two seconds because I, I need to go to Aga and Joseph, but I want to go to Dave first if I can. Dave, hi, how are you? What's the crack? How are you doing? Sorry, I know it's a bit difficult to hear Maliki there. He's at a, Malachi, you're on a speakerphone. If you could try and clarify, clear your line up just a little bit, it'd be great. Sorry, Dave, go ahead.
2: Um, Yeah, no, we've been in that position before, Um, and I kind of find the way Maliki's painting this picture to be kind of insulting to the doctors and staff in the hospitals, like the idea that a parent say, look, we don't want to donate our child's organs, that a doctor is going to try and guilt trip you into doing it. That's not going to happen. We've been in that position. We have met the doctors. Um, It's not actually the doctors in the hospital you're in. It's a specific team from Beaumont will travel to different parts of the countries to harvest the organs for a donation so but he's kind of painting a the picture there that like basically they uh the patient is like a, a lump a slab of meat on a chopping block and the doctor's like a butcher these situations are handled with so much care and so much respect for the person who's being donating the organs and the family as well i mean it is not an easy question for a doctor to ask and i was in the room with michelle when they asked about her mom, and they just they asked and they said look we're going to leave it up to you. Whatever decision you make, that's fine by us. We're not going to ask you again. We just we just wanted to throw it out there and it was left at that. There's also a massive, massive community in this country. And um, they meet up every year in different places around the, around the country and churches and stuff like that. They do beautiful ceremonies and stuff for people who have donated organs and for people who have received donated organs. You also, if your organs are donated, you your name goes into a special ledger. That's, I can't remember exactly where it's kept in the country, but it mm. is. So it, it is done with so much love, so much care, and so much grace. Yeah, but Ma- Ma-
0: Malachi's after... fear is sorry, Dave, for interrupting that if you have so many organs donated, they, it be- essentially commodifies it. That, you know, if everybody yeah. is a donor, all of a sudden you have all these spare hearts, spare lungs, spare whatever. But
2: you're not going to. You're not going to. There is such a need for organ donation in this country even if everybody was opted in, we still wouldn't have enough uh, organs donated because if you die of heart disease or particular illnesses like cancer, you can't have your organs donated. There's a specific criteria for your organs to be able to be donated. So this idea that's going to be commodified is just it's ridiculous. It's a pure chicken little with the skyfall in this situation. That's not going to happen. And I'll tell you a story. There's a girl I got talking to recently through a widower's Facebook group. She's only 33 years old uh with a six-month-old child the first child her husband died because he had heart disease um they had a, a transplant heart, but it was defective so they couldn't use it now if more people were organ donators or yeah if more people were up for organ donations, that man theoretically could have gotten a new heart and he could be at home he got to be a, he got to be a dad for five days before he passed away I mean stories like that it's like if, if that's not enough for people to say okay maybe i should do this organ donation i mean look if you're if you're coming out from a religious perspective i get that i think it's in greece they don't do cremations very often because i think they're very like orthodox christians so they believe after the rapture and all that crack that you know um every person who's ever died will be resurrected you know as they were when they died so they need all their organs so if that's the way you see it i see fair enough but michelle's ma'am, they donated both of her kidneys her liver and they took the vents from her heart and put them on ice so babies born with congenital birth defects could have them transplanted and have a chance at a normal life. Okay, so, so okay, well
0: how hold on for a second. Maliki, what's wrong with what Dave said? You're 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 doing the whole sky is gonna fall in situation here.
1: Well well firstly I didn't say that doctors will put people under pressure, parents under pressure. What I said was that their parents would feel under pressure, whether that's justified or not. But that's that's how I suggest that people would feel. And the reality is that if you have five million people there with the organs uh, to donate as they die, and because that's what you're talking about, there will be a, a market for them right throughout the world. And those products. And and why? Well, well why is that not that happening? Well, why is that not
0: happening already? When Great Britain already have it, and most countries in Europe already have an opt-out system. Uh, well, then why? Why is happening? there not a market for it? Well, there may be, but there it's an illegal. Yeah, but it, but it's yeah. an illegal market. No, no, hold
1: on. It's it's not an illegal market. Hospitals are
0: not buying and selling parts, by the way. Well, I, you know what I mean?
1: Hold on, No, You can be very sure that there is money exchange on hands in relation to one hospital sending a heart to another hospital. It may be a book exercise, but you can be sure that that heart has a value. And that's the simple reality of the way things are run, particularly in this country. And, you know, I wouldn't trust the HSE in this country to run a bat, never mind to take over people's lives and start harvesting them for, for um, organs. And, you know, th- this is another tin-end. Yeah, but when, well, yeah, but when you say, when you, wait, hold on
0: a second, you can't, you can't just round off the HSE into one lump. There are lots of great people working within the HSE, lots of great surgeons, lots of great doctors who have, as Dave rightly pointed out, saved people's lives or indeed could save people's lives if they had more hearts or lungs or kidneys or whatever it is to, you know, have instead of having people on dialysis for seven or ten years of their lives. So there's, don't put them all into the same category. Well, yes, the management on. of the HSE well, and the way it's run is ours ways. We know and surgeons
1: that. And nurses. Of course, those who are working on the front line are... Are excellent, but they're the ones the that are doing it. But hold on, now, hold on. We have how many cases of uh, medical malpractice before the courts in the last year? They've paid out something like two and a half billion in the last year for medical malpractice cases. So, you know, it's clear that all doctors and surgeons are not at the top of their game. And we can debate that at another time. But the HSE is a totally dysfunctional organisation. It's almost as dysfunctional or probably more dysfunctional than RTE. And, you know, it, it seems to me that anything that this state gets involved in is a total cockup up from the beginning to the end, and it's simply about mainly taking taxpayers' money and it into the, the pockets of a very, very small section of society. Okay, okay
0: but we'll, hang on, well, hang on, Dave, and hang on, Maliki, because I want to go to, uh, uh, what was oh, Joseph, sorry, Joseph. Hi, how Joseph, how are you doing? Thank you for having me on again. You're welcome, Joseph. Um, I think you you were saying I had an echo on the phone last
3: time. I, I hope I've done something to fix it. Is I it coming through clear now? That's fine now, Joseph, yeah. <laughs> lovely, lovely stuff. Um, yeah, I have to say I agree with Maliki 100%. Uh, everything he says is bang on. Um, it's it's what they're doing. The government are taking a step into we control your body. And um, I think the referendum coming up next week, it's going to cost about 15 million euros. It's a bit more, bit more than that,
0: actually. Well, yeah. But, um,
3: yeah, it, and at
0: at that the same again and the
1: Schooners
4: are
3: it. <laughs> 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 yeah, and I hope they get a no both times, but that's a different issue. Um, I think we're we're if we put that fifteen million into an ad campaign, yeah, we'd probably get the same people who everyone who wanted to give organs would put their hands up and say, yeah, me. Now, I'm I am on the organ donor list. I do give blood every chance I get. So I am doing that voluntarily as it's a, an institution I trust in and I hope it's going to, you know, the people who need it. But as soon as you have nominally four million people on the list of organ donors, and there's what, a hundred thousand of them dead every year. I don't know how many how many die every year, right? But if there's that many, even taking out the people who can't donate, there's gonna be a surplus of organs. And there are like you have this idea of, you know, there's a, a sick child with a poor heart and he needs your heart to stay alive. That's still the minority case in a lot of us, it, It's actually pharma companies who will buy up a huge supply of hearts. That does happen. And it's, it is legal to do it that way. And they say, we're doing research and we're doing this now. Ireland has, I think, four of the biggest pharma companies in the world headquartered here.
4: So, I mean, Yeah, but Joseph, to be honest with you, are,
0: are we not... Well, hang, hang on a second, know, Dave. Are we, we not... Are, oh, we have that echo again. But here. are we not heading down some sort of conspiracy route, to be honest with you, Joseph, when we start talking about harvesting organs for sale? Because realistically, we know that's not happening in this country. And if it is happening, it's illegal.
3: No, no, no. It's happening every day. There is a legal way to do it and there's a legal way to do it. And the legal way is going full steam ahead. It is happening. Yes, definitely. If I give blood, I know there's a good chance... It might go to someone who needs blood for transfusion. It could go also to St. James's where they do a lot of research and sometimes they do cancer research with this. It's not going into another person who needs it. It's been bought by um, uh, some company or some pharma who needs to blood for whatever tests they're doing. And, you know, I don't agree with that 100% but it's only blood, it's not. Someone didn't die for it. If it's now, if the state are now saying your organs belong to us de facto, that's just the, the mentality behind that is actually very worrying. Like I, I've said on the show a few times, the, the, the steps the government are taking continuously are to completely disrespect the uh, the, the people of Ireland, the, the um, supremacy that we should have, that we are their boss. They seem to think it's the other way around. They're in charge and we're little children who have to be controlled. And that's a very, very dangerous step.
0: Okay, well, hold on for a second. Let me just go to Dave. Dave, just coming back to you on that, you know, Joseph was, again is talking about the fact that we will have an abundance uh, of parts available because obviously everybody would be an opt-out rather than opt-in, and that'll only lead to, you know, this idea that, you know, private hospitals or whatever will be able to purchase organs. I I, I, I don't know even where to start with that.
2: Um, I Like, I've met these people. I have first-hand experience with this kind of stuff, and I the idea that these doctors are going to come in and take her heart to sell to a pharma company. I mean, yeah, pharmaceutical companies work on people's organs. It's usually people who donate their bodies to science. Now, if there's real evidence out there, I, I'm, I'm open to having my mind changed. But, lads, I'm sorry. Like, you just said it yourself. England have an idea. And this idea that the state controls your body, you can opt out. If you're in that position and like someone's going to harvest your organs, I can guarantee you 100% the doctors are going to say it's your family first. And if you say no, they're going to say, fair enough. This idea, that there's going to be all this skullduggery going on is just nuts. I mean, I understand everybody's mistrust of the state right now. I'm right there with you. But on something like this, the idea that we're going to to be drowning in spare livers and kidneys, it's just not true because not everybody who dies can be an organ donor. People will die of congenital diseases. People will die of cancer. People will die of heart disease. Not every person who passed away will be able to have their organs donated. That's just a fact of organ donation. I, I mean, you're no
0: saying it's happening, but pretty. Okay, sorry, sorry. Well, hang on. Go ahead, Joseph. I'm sorry, Joseph. I have to lower you down each time because unfortunately that echo is still in the line. But go ahead, Joseph.
3: Wait, how many people die a year? I think it's in the region of um, just shy of 100,000. I'm not sure how many of this. But let's say it's a big enough figure. It's more than the, the 40 or so people who died on the waiting list for organs. Isn't that right? By a factor of, of some number. Even if you take out all the people who are ineligible, you're still going to have... At least a couple thousand, one or two thousand donors who are eligible and there's no organs for them. That is absolutely going to happen. And you can't say it isn't.
0: Okay, but well do, do me a favor, both of you, just stay there for a second because I've got to say quick break and I need to come to Ag as well after the break. But please stay with me, Joseph and Dave, if you possibly can. Niall Boylan has been told to shut up from the time he was in school. And all through his life, they just keep telling him to shut up! But not anymore, because now he has his own live podcast, the Nile Boylan Podcast.
5: Hi, Nile. Um, I'll be opting out uh, as an unvaxed woman. Uh, my organs will be worthless, I'm assuming, because I've seen several cases online over the last couple of years, who from people who um, were on a waiting list um, for an organ for a donor, um, but were rejected because they were unvaxed. So. I'm assuming as an unvaxxed woman, my organs will be worthless as well. Thank you.
0: Well, I I certainly hope not uh, as an unvaxxed woman, although I did see something about blood donation or something like that. There there was now a question as to whether you were vaccinated for COVID and I don't understand why that is the case now. Let me just say there, both of you lads, let me just go to Aga if I can. Aga, hi, how are you?
6: Hi, how are you, Niall?
0: Good, Aga. I mean, you've listened to some of the arguments there. I'm quite surprised, actually, with the exception of Dave, the majority of people are saying no to this opt-out system, whereas I thought most people would be delighted with
6: it. I I just see two major problems with it. First of all, legal and ethical. So I would agree again with Malachi and, and Joseph, because... First of all, obviously, violation of autonomy and disregarding someone's wishes and beliefs. So that's the first problem we have here. Your bodily autonomy, that's in your constitution. How they are going to change that? Second of all, ethical question is, you know, not everyone will opt out. And I I just think, with the respect of human dignity, integrity, their wishes, uh, their, their religious beliefs. So I, I just think everybody should have a chance to say what they think on the matter, it's not something that that should be automatic. Like automatic, sorry. So, for example, I was just thinking about what would I do? What would be solution? The best solution? Because as as Joseph said, I, I'm a blood donor myself, and I used to carry the little donor card in my purse.
0: Mm-hmm.
6: I think I have it somewhere. So I'm not against it. It's just I think that, for example, every every person have a doctor. So maybe GP should ask this question at any visit, I have it on the file, that this person is willing to do, to donate their organs. And whenever the, 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 the person dies or whatever, the, then the GP could send the information to the hospital or whatever. But I just don't think it should be automatic but, but, at all. But,
0: but you do understand, Aga, you know, in those situations, time is of the essence. So having to contact somebody's GP to find out, adds more time to that because, you know, in certain situations, I'm not a doctor, but I know with certain organs, they must be harvested immediately and they must be got to whoever the donor is, you know, in a very specific <laughs> amount of time. So time is always of the essence. And when you say you're taking away people's choice, you're not really because they have a choice. There will be an advertising campaign around this when it is brought in, okay, in the next few weeks or whatever, when it's of the President. There'll be an advertising campaign telling people what to do, how to go about opting out, and literally, you can you can opt your baby out from the day the baby is born if you want to.
6: Well, maybe, but, but you know, like I know you guys were talking about conspiracy route and stuff like that. Okay, I'm not a big conspiracy theory myself, but I do have a distrust in the healthcare at the minute as well, big time. And I do think that with time, there will be a, a way, some way that they will exploit that that's right. There, there will be a rule of exploitation or coercion somehow. I just, I don't, I just don't trust it because I know there's probably vast majority of doctors and people working in hospitals who are very honest and mm-hmm. and do the things right. But there's always somebody. There's always somebody who will exploit it, who will use it for illegal purposes, and that's my my worry.
0: See, well, 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 hang on. Sorry, I just want to bring Dave back in. Okay, hang on, just going to be Dave. Dave, that's what I'm hearing from a lot of people today. They have a huge concern about how it would be exploited or how it could be exploited. Maybe not would, but could is a better word. You know, and, yeah, and, and, just, and, and they see that.
2: And look, I mean, I think myself your yourself are probably on the same page with this. Um, and you know what? Like, I wholeheartedly I respect everybody's opinion who's, who's spoken about this. And you know, the really sad thing is, there's a part of me that does kind of agree with them to a certain extent. That if we do bring this in, x amount of x amount of years down the line, we may see a scandal. I think the the the, the biggest um, people, the people we should blame the most in all this, is the state and the health service for for leaving us in a position where there's so much just mistrust yeah. in the system. But we already did there. it.
0: I mean, if you go back fifteen, I think it's about fifteen years ago. I remember covering the story in the radio at the time. I'm not too sure which hospital <laughs> but the babies, it was. Does it? Yeah, they were they were taking tissue yeah. samples and they were taking parts yeah. of babies without even telling the parents.
2: Yeah, no, I know, and unfortunately, there is a precedent there for that kind of stuff. And the people who are think, like, not everybody who's on an organ donation list is going to die, but there are people out there who need new kidneys or need this or that. to so just give them a normal quality of life, and they'll. Obviously, spend most of the life suffering because of it and I mean as much as I like but the thing is like the state doesn't own your body like you can't opt out of this system you know it's it's not like they're saying or they're making it like a very hard system for you to opt out of or you know if your family or friends know you don't want to be an organ donor you can tell the people in the hospital. So it, it's very easy. Like I think the yeah, well, my,
0: yeah, my problem is I kind of agree with Aga and Joseph to some degree. I also agree with you do, Dave, because I, uh, I understand how people no, so, are desperate so, for the no, organs. So, but so, hang on, but hang on. If they're saying we currently have a problem at the moment whereby we don't know whether people are opted in, like, for example, Aga said she has a donor card. Doesn't know where it is, but she knows she has one. Now, unfortunately, yeah. if something happens to Aga tomorrow, which I hope it never does, but if something happened to Aga and she's on an operating table and she dies... They don't know if she has an organ donor card. She doesn't no, even exactly, know where yeah, it is, right? Should, okay, she, so look,
2: she should be she should be in a database somewhere.
0: The, absolutely, but hold on. But the point I'm trying to make is so here's the problem, right? So they're saying the reason we need to go to opt out is because we don't know if Aga's a donor, even though she wants to be, or whatever she's a blood donor, whatever, right? So the same yeah. thing could happen with the opt out system. So let's say there's an opt out system, and Aga has opted out. Maybe yeah, there isn't. No, maybe I'm, there isn't a proper database that we don't know I, if she's I, an opt
2: out. And look, you know what I mean. Look at what happened with the recycling bottles thing, you know. And I mean, we're we're trusting people's donate uh, the organ donation as well. You see, what I the reason I would kind of agree with opt outs thing is, uh, most a lot of people out there would be organ donors, right? But you know, the thoughts of just like going along and going through the whole process of doing it, they're just like, oh, I'll do it another time. They never get around to it. The idea of an opt in, you know, you're opted in is if you don't want to donate your organs, you're going to get kind of annoyed about that, and you're going to say, Oh, well, I don't want them to have my organs. You're probably going to be more inclined to opt out than you would opt in, if you know what I mean. It's it like, like the Facebook algorithm has shown us people are more entitled uh, uh, we're more inclined to engage with stuff when we're pissed off or we're annoyed with something, as opposed to when we agree with it. So that's what one way I'm trying to thinking of it. You know, I'm unfortunately I do kind of agree with the two lads as well.
0: I mean, know? I mean, that that would be a fair point, Aga. You know, it's not such a bad idea if we were in a different country and we trusted the health service and the government a bit better?
6: It would be. I, I just think, like, what if someone doesn't get a chance to opt out? Or how do I know my family knows that I opt out? Where is it? Is it going to be a database? What, what What's happening with the homeless people? What's happening with the vulnerable people, people that, I don't know couldn't communicate that they want, mm-hmm. you know, there's loads of know, things that actually has yeah. to be looked into the transparency and accountability has to be spot on in that situation because there will be exploitation of this for sure. And I, 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 I do think that even from a religious perspective from person who, who, who believes and let's say their belief is, okay, I just want to go whole to the ground. Okay. Because I'm going to raise from the grave one day, uh, you know, I'm I'm a believer myself, and I do think that God created the medicine and all these good things for a reason. So, But I just do think we have a free will, and we should be the one to decide. Not that the government is deciding for us automatically that you are an organ donor until you opt out. No, this should be our conscious decision, like it's now to say, listen, I want to be an organ donor, that's my will, and and that's how we go. And... By any means, it shouldn't be automatic. That's
0: my stance on it anyway. Okay, Aga, thank you very much indeed for that, Joseph. And I'm listening to what is saying, which is very much similar to what you're saying yourself. But in fairness, I I, I am kind of siding a little bit with Dave here because I'm thinking of people, you know, say, for example, the 39 people or whatever it was, or 31 people who died in, say, 2021, for example, out of the 669 that were waiting for an organ, Joseph.
3: No, look, we all agree. I mean, that's the big problem that we all want to solve. We want to make sure that those people do have their organs. And the 49 people, you know, out of the population, they've said there that most people would donate organs, but they haven't got around to it. So, right, if we need, let's say, 100 more organs a year, then it wouldn't be that hard out of the population to get those through an advertising campaign, a real serious effort that they put in and said, look, guys, these are the people dying. We need their organs, da-da-da, and if you opt in, your organs won't be sold to a foreign country or, 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 yeah. or, you know, a bio firm or whatever. You would get those people, that's fine. We can solve that problem that way. They're saying that we need everyone in the country to be de facto a, door, a donor unless they, they know about it or they go you know they get pissed off enough to, to update the database which may or may not have flaws, um you know there's it's just the wrong way to solve the same problem. We all agree that we, you know, we don't want anyone dying because they can't find a heart or they can't find this or that, but you know it's it's a sign of a very worrying government. They want to take control of your body, um but on principle to say until.
0: Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. Go, go ahead. ahead. Oh, yeah. I think I've lost you there. Are you still there, Joseph? Yeah,
2: still there, Joseph? yeah I'm still here. Did yeah, yeah, it fin- cut out? Yeah, yeah. Go, ahead. Finish, yeah, what yeah, go ahead. Finish what you're saying.
3: Yeah, no. It's just it's very worrying that the government would say, on principle, we own your body unless
0: you say otherwise, unless you do something to, to prove it otherwise. It's de facto, it's your body. That's the way it is. And I, I, and, I, and I couldn't agree with you more. And Dave, that is I, that is my concern. As much as I agree with it in principle. And I agree with the idea that we definitely need more organs we, and, we and you know, by the very nature of the fact we're humans, we're stupid, we tend to forget to opt in. But the problem is, you know, based on what you're, what we're talking about, and you were the one who mentioned the recycle, bo- recycling bottles, we can't yeah. get anything right in this country, Dave. We just can't. We're incapable of operating any system properly. We make a mess of everything what? we do.
2: You know what, I'm, I, I'm actually feeling kind of deflated now because the more I'm listening to Joseph and Aga, I, I I am like I'm not changing my stance. I still kind of support the top in system, but it's just stuff. And look, I've I've seen firsthand the, the failures of the healthcare system in this country. I mean, like it, as an abstract idea, it's a wonderful one in my own personal opinion. But when we get out the brass tacks and the way the health service is operated in this country, I wouldn't be surprised if a couple of years down the line we find some child's organs were harvested and the parents said no. I, I mean, I mean this country, like, how many scandals a year do we see in Ireland? You know, I mean, if it wasn't for scandals, Primetime wouldn't have a show, you know, so unfortunately, I do, yeah, I, I can see, I, I can see there being fuck-ups down the road. I still do support it, but I, I mean, a massive ad campaign you know, in support of organ donation, I don't think I've ever seen that like that done before myself, so maybe in tandem with something like that, you know, inform people and You know, what do they say? An informative minority? Yeah, but here's the the thing.
0: Look at the the current referendum and the way they're informing people around that. They're misinforming people. And we've we've seen that. No matter whether you're voting yes or no, they're misinforming people. And they've been even called out on it and asked to remove stuff.
2: By by their own... Yeah, by their own people they set up to call out misinformation.
0: Are calling them out and it. asking them to remove it <laughs> and they're still in defiance. They're leaving it there. Yeah. You know, so I mean, I so know. can you really yeah. trust them? I, I mean, look, I understand in principle I think it's great, but I just... Like everybody else, practice, and, I'm, and I'm looking here, Dave, you know, I, I'm looking at all the comments online. Mike says, so if you don't fill out the form, they own your body, uh, the government own your body. Uh, Barbara says, so they can F off, when I die, I'm going to the grave intact. Maureen says, I'm going back to Almighty God the same way I came here, intact. Noel says, uh, when, if we have a government that shows it can actually run a health services com- competently, I'd agree in a heartbeat. Uh, what we have at the moment has shown nothing but ineptitude and unworthy of trust. I'm just waiting for them to pass a Canadian made form uh, of health care. Uh, so a, a lot of people are just not happy with the government. And that's the government's own fault. They People have a complete mistrust of them. But stay there for a second. Let me just go to Nula as well. Say there, Dave. Nula, Hi. How are you? How are you doing? Cool. Okay, Nuala, I mean, this new opt-out system rather than opt-in, which is what we currently have. On hold. Oh, thanks. Please wait. Don't put me on hold, Nuala. Sorry, go ahead, Nuala. Nuala, are you there? Yeah, yeah. Sorry, you put me on yeah. hold there for a second. Go ahead, Nuala, go on. Yeah,
4: something went wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I think... Uh... It's it's like a totalitarian state, you know, in 1984, George Ardwell, Orwell. Orwell, mm. you know, when they when they start taking over, telling us how to think. You know, they they've taken over from the priests in the in the pulpit, and they're telling us what we should do, what we should think, how we should run our lives. You know, oh, Holy Moses, like we 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 are people. We have choices. We make our choices. We make good choices. And we make bad choices, but they're our choices you know that's but this this is a very important yeah, that.
0: but this is a very important choice because it saves other people's lives, and unfortunately, as human beings, we forget to make this choice, and a lot of us are quite well, i, I want to, want to do the right thing, but we just we forget to do it
4: but, but you see if you take that that all the 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 modern medicine that people have to wait. Maybe for two years, for a new hip, for a, a reasonable quality of life. These are things we can do now, and there's nothing, there's nobody saying when well, they have to do them. You know, like if you don't have health insurance, as you get older, you you might as well stay at home and look at the fire. Mm-hmm. You know, because that's all you can do. And and like I know the man now, and he had to go first. Kilkenny, from Galway to Kilkenny to get a, a, a cornea something, you know yeah, something to do with yeah. his eyes so he could see sure we would going around but, there and but, you're giving, yeah, but right. you're, giving,
0: you're giving me all the arguments as to why we should have a better healthcare system and we should have yeah, a better system be tight. yeah, but it Yeah, no, no, I understand, but, but, but what, what would happen if you know, God forbid, newly, you needed a new heart tomorrow or a lung or a kidney or something like that, wouldn't you like to think that somebody out there had made the right choice and offered one up if they died well, at this stage, I
4: think you know I've lived my life. I kind of made my choices, and uh, if I'm going to go, sure, you know, as long as I doesn't take too much pain, you know, in the end, I don't mind.
0: And would you would you, you know? would you give up your organs? Well, that wouldn't be much good now. <laughs> that's that, that's either <laughs> here you nor know there. That, I mean, no, no, but I mean, but but, know, I, but would you be an organ my, donor? My,
4: <laughs> well, my niece now she gave her a uh, kidney to her brother they were it, they yes it, it happened the moment, and uh, both of them like like i'd say like for her, maybe it was a dif- more difficult operation because as a woman, you know you're going as you get older, you go through the change it's more complicated than a man you know so uh but he's he's got a great quality of life. No, and she has a good quality of life, and she looks after her head well.
0: But are you an organ well. donor? Are you an organ donor? No, no, I'm
4: not. No.
0: Okay, and so me, so, so so let's say, just say, and I hope it doesn't happen to you, but let's say you know you're on your deathbed, and the doctor says, "Listen, yeah. Lula, unfortunately, your, your number is nearly up here. You know what I mean? There's not a lot we can do for you. By the way, you would, you, would you mind, you know, if anything happens to you, can we can we take your organs? <laughs> Don't write yourself off. Would you? Would you be okay with that?
4: You'd be looking to see a doctor now in this country. I know, but you won't answer
0: the question, Eula. Would you be okay with
4: it? I I don't think so. I think maybe if it was, if you were dying and you're you're next to Ken were to make this. I know this guy, uh, these people. Now, both parents were dead and they were a big family and they lived in Canberra. And the the youngest lad, he was coming home from out at night on a Saturday night, and he went down at the back of some uh, supermarket and he went to relieve himself. But he fell over an embankment and he was on life support. Now, it was a great consolation for that family to be able to uh, uh, say yes, like Mm. each of the brothers and sisters made that choice. And I think that's, that's the way it should be. It should be a choice and not somebody, uh, you know, up there in the doll making the choices for you. We didn't elect them to make the. We make them to... Well, we, we did.
0: We, we, we do elect them to make choices for us. That's, that's the yeah, whole idea course, of being a public but, representative. They have but, a mandate for the people.
4: Yeah, but, but it's the people's mandate. It's not their mandate. They shouldn't be telling us what to do. We
0: tell them what to do. Is yeah. that the way it is? Yeah, they, yeah, but they, they do have. When, when they decide to bring a bill before the Iraqis, there is public submissions. I mean, they've been talking about this for uh, 15, 20 years. 20 years. From
4: NGOs. All from all these NGOs that are, are funded mm. by the government. Isn't that what they. You know, all these now pushing for this tech, the referendum. It's mostly NGOs, not people we elected, because how come. Out of all the guys in the, all the parties in the doll, there's only about one party I think into maybe saying no. And yet all the people are saying, I don't know. Maybe I know. I don't know. You know, I mean, how are they, if they were doing the will of the people, they'd know what the people were thinking before they put
0: something to the people. It's a, it's a fair, Dave, here we go again. This is See, Nuala is singing from the same hymn sheet, oh, so God. to speak. They don't trust the government. Nobody trusts them anymore. This is the, but you can have the best piece of legislation ever and people would think there's something going on in the background. There's somebody behind the curtain. You know what I mean? Oh, sorry, Dave.
2: <laughs> not as Carl not as Dieter said recently, you know, he was like, they can bring in legislation to say I'm paying Carl Dieter a million, years, uh, million euro a year every year for the rest of his life and he probably vote against it because <laughs> this is what they've done. But can I say one thing, though? And yes, the health service has many, many, many flaws. We all have our own horror stories. I will say... The organ donation team, that team that works out of Beaumont Hospital, are dynamite. They, and I'm not saying this just from our own personal experience, I'm speaking from people we've spoken to at events that the organ donation group hold every year. They are like a well-oiled machine. So, you know, if you are waiting on an organ to be donated, or if you're donating organs, you can be rest assured those organs are, currently at the moment, are going to where they're supposed to go. So the idea of skullduggery going on at the moment it just doesn't happen because there aren't enough of them. And it's, it's, it's a very, very, it's an amazing system. Believe it or not, we actually do have, when it comes to care, even in particular, we have a fantastic health system. We just don't have enough hospitals, doctors and nurses.
0: Well, do me a favor, stay there for a second. Thank you for that, Nula. I'm going to come to Karen uh, straight after this break. Niall Boylan has been told to shut up from the time he was in school all through his life they just keep telling him to shut up
4: but not anymore
0: because now he has his own live podcast the nile boylan podcast can I just mention as well, if you want to send us a WhatsApp voice note, we'll play it on the air, by the way. All you got to do is uh, send the voice note, press the little microphone at the bottom of WhatsApp, record your voice note, keep it short, not too long. No bad language if you can avoid it, by the way. And uh, send it to us now at 85 That's 85 So if you don't want to come on and you just want to send us a voice note, do that now, record it, and we will play that before the end of the show if we get a chance. All right, let me go to Karen. Karen, hi.
5: Hi Nile. how are you?
0: Good, Karen, um, I'm, 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 su- I'm I'm. surprised that so many people disagree with this.
5: Yeah, well, I, again, why? Because people no longer trust the government.
0: Trust the government, sorry, yeah. They yeah. can take my nails. Yeah.
5: They can take my fingernails if they want when I'm gone. Um, but when you look at all the recent scandals, you've got to wonder, you know, I'm just not in favour. Also, I'm an unvaccinated woman, so I'm wondering can I even be an organ donor? Because I've seen plenty of cases online where people were denied um, a transplant on the basis of being unvaccinated. So I'm wondering, as an unvaccinated woman, can I even denote my, donate my organs? And that gentleman spoke about Beaumont Hospital. Um, can you clarify, because I remember the time, did Beaumont Hospital suspend um, organ transplant for unvaccinated patients I, for whatever I, reason? And I, I don't they, know the
0: answer to that question, to be honest with you. So, you but but I, do know, I do know I do know, for blood donation now, there is a question now that, that asks if you are vaccinated or unvaccinated.
5: And do they accept unvaccinated blood?
0: I'm assuming, I would like to think that they do. I don't know. They, there, there was yeah. a time they didn't, but um, go, during COVID, but I, I don't know if that's the case now. I would like—I would hate but, to think it is, by the way.
5: Yeah, no, I I just, uh, I'm wondering, can I even donate? Because I think uh, Beaumont did temporarily suspend during the COVID uh, unvaccinated um, <laughs> patients. Now, the other gentleman on the participant on the phone, he might be able to clarify that. That'd be interesting to know. But again, people, people don't trust the government anymore. So you, you got to wonder, and I think, why not just let it be as it is? If you want to, carry, want to be an organ donor, uh, organ donor, carry your card around with you. Mm-hmm. Why do you have to have an opt out system? I just don't agree with it. And you got to wonder as well, when you look at the um, undercover that went into Planned Parenthood and they uncovered that there was organ harvesting going on there as well. And then they come out tonight and then there's someone to do actually, but it's for medical reasons and whatnot. So again, um, it's a very, very big business. Um, organ harvesting is a very, very big business. So you've got to wonder, is there going to be a little bit of, you know, under-the-table um, tactics going on here where organs will be harvested and will be sold will be sold on the quiet? And again, forgive me, but, you know, I can, one other thing I can't understand as well when it came to the abortion, why were these babies denied um, pain relief? Why not given pain relief? I've often questioned to myself, are I, 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 in... I, I, I
0: know Senator Rona Mullen had been talking about that on numerous occasions. In relation yeah, to that. I'm but, well, I I'm well. trying to establish what you said earlier on. I'm just I'm for example, I'm looking at the Irish Heart Foundation here, or not the yeah. Irish Heart Foundation, the Blood Transfusion Service, let's say the Irish Blood Transfusion Service. And the only reference it makes to COVID nineteen, it says COVID nineteen vaccinations, donors who've had a HPRA approved COVID nineteen mm-hmm. vaccinations, such as Pfizer, Bio Biotech, uh, BioNTech, uh, Boderna Johnson, Johnson Johnson, and AstraZeneca vaccines must wait forty eight hours after receiving the vaccine, any dose, including mm-hmm. boosters, before they can donate. So as long as they're feeling well and asymptomatic symptomatic. Now it doesn't say anything in particular about not having a vaccine, like if you're okay. unvaccinated.
5: Yeah, well I'm just, I'm just wondering, you know, will I be even able to donate because I'm not, well, i well, 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 I'm not vaccinated.
0: Let, well, let, well, let's assume, let's assume, that you, <laughs> let's assume that well, again, okay, and, and let's wait. assume you can. Let's assume for the moment you can, Karen, because I don't know the answer to your question, right? So let's and assume you can. I, would you? Are you happy yeah, enough with the opt-out system?
5: Um, I'd be opting out anyway because I just don't trust the government. Right now, I don't trust them. Oh. And I would definitely be opting out if unvaccinated people are denied a transplant based, purely based on the grounds that they've chosen not to take a vaccine that we now know is not safe and did not do what it was said on the tin. So on that grounds I will be. And mm. I don't trust the government. I don't trust them. We, we've we no idea what's going on in the background. We've no idea. What we see is just, you know, we've no idea. And I don't trust them, to be honest with you. I don't.
0: See, for years I mean, we, a, For a years, a people have been calling for this, you know, because of the amount of people that die on a yearly basis waiting <laughs> uh, you know, for an organ donation, and we just don't have enough organs. And it's not for the case or the the case that people don't want to donate organs. Most people are good people, and they do want to donate their organs, but they just forget to do it. And that's why they've changed the system, both in the UK and Ireland. Now, I know America still has an opt-in system, and many countries still have an opt-in system, but some countries have an opt-out system, like this one that we're bringing in here. Um, and it does work out better, because you have a higher rate of donation.
5: Mm, I, look, I, agree. I agree with you on that. I know that, but I just don't trust the government. It's that simple. Mm. I just don't. I don't like this. To me, it's bullying. They're just railroading people into, you've got to accept this and do this. And I don't accept that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, And you know know, what? I'm not disagreeing with all of you. I'm really not. And and, and I'm, I know Dave came on to defend this, uh, but mind you, there's part of me thinks that he's changed his mind somewhat because yeah. when uh, I'm li- when I'm listening to everybody, you know, and uh, sorry, Dave, I let you back in now, When I'm listening to everybody, I kind of know how everybody feels, Dave. I understand why people have a distrust of the government. I'm seriously in I'm a minority right.
6: today, aren't I? <laughs> yeah, you you're kind of are, um... but I don't mean. That,
0: but here's the thing, Dave. I think most people agree with your sentiment that it's the right thing yeah, to do. Do you know what it is? I just, I'm, I'm an optimistic person by nature. I, I try
2: to see the better side of things, but being more realistic. But in regards to the um, not being allowed uh, during the pandemic, one of the reasons why they suspended it is because, because we were at the height of the pandemic and it was, you know, doing the rounds and it was a new virus and blah, 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 blah. Is when you get an organ donated, you're putting on immunosuppressants. So, you know, your own body doesn't reject the organ. And because COVID was, you know, doing the rounds in the community, if you had COVID and then they tried to transplant the organ, uh, first of all, it's a, it's a ruined organ. And then you could, event, you could possibly kill the person who received the organ because their immune system had been compromised. You now, I, I don't think that's a rule anymore because COVID is now endemic in the community. We've all had it more or less, you know, bloody blah, de, blah, de, blah. So I don't really think that's an issue anymore, you know. And well, I, unfortunately, I... I, I do kind of agree with like I mean I agree with it in principle. I do on paper it's a it's a good idea. Like I don't think anybody's being bullied or railroaded because you still have multiple avenues to get out of it. I mean you can opt out of it yourself, or your family can say no, we don't want to donate his organs. So you know I don't think and like the the hospital staff are going to be very very you know they'll they'll go by your wishes. But at the same time. <laughs> I've had enough experience with the health services country. I I live in this country. I pay attention to what goes on. And yeah, the idea that there's going to be a scandal or a mix-up or something down along the lines, I'd be realistic about it. They're probably with. Okay, can I, know, can, I I read,
0: can I read something out for you here? By the way, um, sorry, uh, Karen. Right, and th- now yeah. I'm trying to find the the right information, and my one of my producers has just been on to the Irish Blood Transfusion Service, and we're trying to get a statement from them, right, in relation to it, right. But in relation to donor, all I can go by is the NHS. Now, the NHS, we operate pretty much similar to the NHS here, the HSC, right. And it says, you may have seen inaccurate reports on social media in the last few days suggesting people who are unvaccinated against COVID-19 or on the the waiting list will not be eligible for a transplant. We've also had some queries about whether having or not having the COVID-19 vaccination affects a person's ability to donate or receive a transplant. Uh, We have also heard from NHS Blood and Transplant uh, who have confirmed that you can donate or receive a transplant uh, whether you've had the COVID-19 vaccination or not. And here's a full statement. And the statement basically, I'm not going to read the whole thing, you can receive a transplant whether you've had Mm -hmm. the COVID-19 vaccination or not, as long as you are eligible. Being on the active okay. waiting list for a transplant is dependent not on vaccination status, but a range of other clinical factors. <laughs> when it comes to donation, you can also be an organ donor regardless of whether you've had the vaccine or not. Okay. So that's that's from the British Liver Trust. Okay. So that, I'm just that's Britain. Now I, I I'm waiting for confirmation in relation to Ireland, but I would imagine the HSC operates pretty much exactly the same way as the NHS. So. I I would take that, Karen, and I would hopefully get the information before the end of the show, but I would take it as I don't believe that's true. I don't believe that if you're in hospital looking for a donor and you haven't had the vaccine, they're going to say, we're not giving it to her. She hasn't had the vaccine. I doubt that's the case.
5: Yeah, well, I hope not. I hope not. I as well, if we're going to have records, I mean, you know, assuming that people do donate whatever organs are going to be an organ donor, it's going to be a paper trail. So will we we be able to like we'll be able to see exactly that these organs are not being sold on the black market, so to speak.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, I, I would I, we again. Well, the thing about it is, selling organs on the black market is illegal.
5: Yeah, but the
0: now, as Maliki market, mentioned earlier on, there has been three cases in Ireland where that's already been found, and those people were brought are being brought to court. So it's illegal to sell organs on the black market. So, you know, yeah. and that's not good. I mean, I, Malachi mentioned that there's going to be an abundance of organs all of a sudden. I don't know whether there will be or not. But, you know, that hospitals will be buying and selling them. And, of course, if you have more money, that you have a better chance in a private hospital of getting a donation. I can't see that being the case. And I would hate to think that would be the case. And if that was the case, I'd be the first one to put my hand up and object to it. You know what mm. I mean? So, I I, I, I mean, I yeah, understand, but like, but I understand like the you know, mistrust, Karen. I understand the mistrust. I do understand yeah. the mistrust. Yeah,
5: secret contracts as well between governments and big pharmaceutical companies,
0: mm-hmm. you know, private yeah. contracts that yeah. the public
5: aren't aware of, and all of a sudden then we do, because at some point, at some point we're going to have more organs um, than what we need of, you know, the donors, and that's not, not donors, but the people that need them, these yeah. are transplants, we're going to end up with more at some point, when this, as in the next couple of years, um, as this system is rolled out, and I'd like to know, you know, when the government have contracts private.
0: I, I would okay, I would please. like to think, by the way, the government or the HSC would have contracts with the NHS or with other, you know, very close by health services, whereby if we have two or three spare hearts, for example, and they happen to need them, that they would be exchanged or they would be sent, you know, to people who need them. But I would hate to think that money would change hands. And I'm all
5: hands. in favour of that, by the yeah. way. I'm all in favour of As that, long as, as long money doesn't change hands.
0: Yeah, as long as money as doesn't change. As long
5: as there's transparency. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. As long as there's transparency. I'm all in favour of that. I have no problem. I don't see anybody dying because... I could be like myself, a young mother with children. So, yeah, you know, you're yeah. going to be really thankful to get it. Of course. I have no problem with that. But it's just the transparency and the secrecy because just take a look around. Take a look. Oh, no,
0: look, no, okay, I know. Look, I'm watching this current referendum at the moment. And, you know, and yeah. people have a definite mistrust.
5: No, 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 all the way.
0: Mm. Yeah, well, I to know. that one. <laughs> Well, I, I'm going to be honest, we're probably the only show to be interviewing a lot of people, by the way, who are also uh, trying to sell the no vote as well. I, by the way, for those who listen to our podcast regularly, I'll be interviewing Senator Ronan Mullen uh, a little bit later on in relation to the referendum. And that will go on to our podcast later on this evening if anybody wants to. But that won't be streaming live, but it'll be on our podcast later on this evening. And last week we spoke to Senator Michael McDoull. Uh, And obviously he was asking for a no vote as well. So we have been fair and we are trying our best to be very fair. Unfortunately, the the government are not being quite as fair as we are. Um, But but Karen, you're asking people to vote now, obviously.
5: Well, I am because, well, put it this way. Right now as a mother, I am a mother. There is no job that I'm not allowed to do in this country. The constitution does not prevent doing any job. Full stop. I can become a doctor, a nurse, a teacher, an engineer. Mm -hmm. I'm going to retail. I can go into manufacturing. I can go into beauty. I can be a radiographer. I can be whatever you want. I can be an astrophysicist if I want to be. I can go into university and become a lecturer, a professor. I can become the dean of that particular university. I can become a president, which we have two female presidents, two mothers who are presidents of Ireland. Mary Lou MacDonald may be, who knows, she's a mother. She possibly may be the next Taoiseach. Is the constitution preventing her from taking that path? Absolutely not. So there is no ceiling for any mother in this country, and there's, there's no job that any mother cannot do.
0: Okay, well 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 said. Karen, listen, unfortunately I'm not talking about it today, but I wanted to let you have your little I say know. on that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And we will we will be talking about it at the referendum again over the next over the course of the next couple of weeks. And I promise I will bring you on to talk about it again in more detail, all right? Um okay, thank you very much indeed. Karen Morris, hi. How you doing, Morris?
7: No, very refreshing to hear a nice Karen on the radio for a change <laughs> after all the publicity with the nosy Karen and the bad Karens. Yeah, it really enlightened me and Dave's argument as well. I've been listening since Malky was on um i have a niece who had a child and one kidney didn't develop and the other one was in trouble so her sister donated a kidney to him and he's had a great life up to maybe 18 or 19 and it started to give trouble and then he got another kidney and he's flying now yeah but there's people in ireland nile who are allowed to go to belfast uh, you're not allowed to give a live donation here in the republic but i know healthy young men and women who have gone to belfast and donated a kidney And they've given somebody else a chance of life. Yeah. You know, that's a great thing to do. Now, there is a bad taste in people's meltdown here and a very stale distrust of any government. Because you know as well as I do, that children that died and babies that died, their organs were taken without their parents' permission. And kept and tested and sold. You can't trust people that would do that to infants. And then when the scandals broke and the government tried to cover their tracks, and people were giving back little caskets with organs in them, I
0: remember that. To bury
7: yeah. their, mm-hmm. to marry their babies whole. You see, Irish people have a long memory of distrust, and that's what's going on. But to be honest with you, I have me driver's license. I've been driving since I was eighteen in the army. I'm coming up to sixty three, and every year I tick the box. For the organ donation, because they can take what they like. It's no good to do I, I know, donor.
0: and in fairness, most people feel the same way. So, so what's the yeah. big, so what's the big deal with us automatically being organ donors? And if yes. we want to, do, to opt out, opt out, then there's no big deal, is there? Or, exactly. or are you it's like me? But but I but I do understand what everybody's saying. The problem is yes. people always think there's something going on in the background because they don't trust yes. the government.
7: Exactly. And that's the government's fault for not communicating properly with the the, the public. And that's why you have that tobacco going on in RTE. So we have a dodgy health service. We have a dodgy, the whole government, a three-headed snake. I never trust them. But what I will do is I'll trust in humanity. And if I can save a life, I will. And um,
0: just for the By the way, was right in relations. I know we've talked about it on the radio over the last yeah. ten or fifteen years, but there was no consultation really with the people coming up to this particular vote in the Iraqis. I mean the conversation mm. really wasn't in the news, the conversation really wasn't in the media, which is a bit unfair on the people to just say, Oh, it's yeah. already past the final stage, there you go, it's done.
7: You know what I mean? I know exactly. And see that's where it is, is the attitude of the government towards the people, because they've been putting us down for years, and I mean years since my own mother rare ten of us, Lord of Mercy, and she's dead a long time. Um, it's like it or lump it attitude to the public. I don't like that. But I will take one argument aside and say to people, I'll point you in the right direction. If you have a religious feeling about this and it's not right or it's wrong, according to the beliefs of the Christians, Jesus Christ brought Lazarus back from the dead. And that was a multi-organ mm. bring back from, do you, do you know what I mean? Everybody, yeah, but I know
0: I know a lot of Christians believe you should go into the ground the way you come out of it. But
7: if, he was, yeah, if he oh, was,
0: Well, it's the way you came into the world. He,
7: Jesus brought him back. Well, it shows there is life to give life. And Jesus gave life according to the Bible. And where, the Bible you want to believe it. But there's your prime example. Multi-organ donation. a that man in the ground. And so what happened when we He died, Jesus. Can you do something for us? Actually, I'll give him back life again. I'm the son of God.
0: OK, well, listen, thank you for that, Morris. Uh, thank you. I, I'm running out of time rapidly here. i go to Joe and Maureen very quickly, if I can. Joe, hi. How are you doing?
8: Hi, not too bad Night. No. Good afternoon. How are you?
0: Good afternoon to you, Joe. OK, yourself and Maureen, my final callers of this. I've got about two minutes each for you. But go ahead, Joe. Do you think it's a good idea? Uh,
8: no, I don't, I don't. Uh, I don't agree with it. I think the government, again are trying to control people. I think it's a control, it's it's once again, it's in, it's incompetence and I don't think it'll work. I think it'll, like everything else that they have done in this country, it will backfire.
0: You're saying they make a mess of it. Yeah, they make a mess of it.
8: Well, of course they will, mm-hmm. because you know well, you know the way with the state in this country at the moment and in the last number of years.
0: No, we can't they run a party. not anything no. right. No. Yeah, they're,
8: they're, it's like, and you, saw, and you saw the embarrassment last Tuesday, the way they ran away from probably one of the best journalists in this country along with yourself. Uh, ben Scannell. They didn't mm. even have the guts, to even talk to him. So what does that tell you about this, these bunch of idiots? They're, they're, I wouldn't trust them to run a, a kids' tea party. <laughs> I want
0: to say a piss up in a brewery, yeah.
8: A piss up in a brewery, yeah, which would be probably the the, the, the perfect thing. No, yeah. uh, this will go this will go wrong, Nile. And uh, you know, my view about the state, I don't agree with anything they do. Um, mm. No, I, it, it will it will not work. I think it's also playing down to uh, the Liberal agenda and the uh, NGOs and the World Economic Forum and all these other um, so-called agencies who are now controlling our our, our, our destiny really nice
0: Okay, well, well, Joe, thank you very much indeed for that. Sorry, I'm rushing everybody a little bit here. Maureen, hi, how are you?
9: Hi, Nile how are you?
0: Good, Maureen. Now, Maureen, in relation to organ donation, uh, this automatic opt-out system, do you agree with it?
9: I don't agree with any, but I what I don't agree with, first of all, is a government deciding for people who are just born from today on are actually opted in to donate their organs yep. because that is that is complete. Uh, that to me is even beyond totalitarianism, I'd say. It's, it's autocracy. And it's, um, I, I, first of all, I don't trust them. Mm-hmm. I don't trust anything they say anymore. Well, why would you? But um, as far as I'm concerned, I'm going back with mine intact. And I want to, just before I go, I just wanted to say something about Morris for saying, well, I go about Jesus raising Lazarus. Yeah, he raised Lazarus from the dead. He didn't take his organs, or did he? And over in the Bible, doesn't mention anything about that either. So I just want to clarify that. Yeah, well, I wanted
0: I want to know, by the way, because obviously you being a Christian, what's the, 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 what's the Christian position? Are you, a, are you a donor yourself? No. No. Okay.
9: I used to carry a donor card years and years ago when I was, when I was uh, green behind the ears like a lot of people. But I, I I ripped that up fairly lively when, okay. I, when I looked into it more. And I had a great friend who was actually in the medical profession telling me about it. So that card was ripped up fairly fast.
0: All right. Well, listen, thank you for that, Maureen. Uh, okay, Maureen's against it as well. I think most people are against it for the same reason, that they just don't trust the government. Don't forget, by the way, lots and lots of texts coming in. i just play a quick WhatsApp message for you here as well that we got.
9: Jeez, I like the way Dave tries to be positive in his thinking there and thinking the best of the doctors and nurses and whatever he also seems to forget mistakes that they did make and I can guarantee you could be 10 15 years down the line people opt out of it something will happen paperwork will go amiss. didn't get through to the system oh we were hacked oh blah 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 blah. and they're gonna start taking people's organs and the people that are burying them will have no clue so why would you how would you
0: all right, thank you very much indeed for that. Okay, now, don't forget, by the way, please do support the show. Please try your best to support us, okay? We do need your help financially and every other way. All you've got to do is text or WhatsApp, or should I say, no, no, text or WhatsApp, is go to the Nile Boylan podcast website. Go to the website, Nileboylan.com. all right? You can actually listen live to the show, by the way, on the website as well, any particular day. But don't forget, if you subscribe or donate, you're in the draw, for one of those mugs, all right? We give away one every single day. We rely on your donations. We rely on your subscriptions just to pay the costs. I mentioned before it costs about 50 or 60 quid or so uh, for this show every single day. And we have to pay that at our own costs. That doesn't include us getting paid because we don't get paid. We all have our own full-time jobs. So please do try and donate. (laughs)